that what you is that what you like to do? This is where everyone wants to uh, just just switch off now. Don't worry, <laughs> no one's gonna hear this <laughs> unless you share it with them. Oh, here we go. Who who do I want to share? Who it do with? you want to who do you want to speak to? Me. What's your message to the world, Andrew, Andrew Lake? Man, I just want to speak everyone. To you. Everyone in the world is going to hear this because mm. the internet is everyone. Shit. Can you swear on the Andrew Lake podcast? <laughs> yeah, you can swear. You can say whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> what do you Good mean? Stuff, can you mate. swear? <laughs> you can't swear, mate. I don't want to be here. <laughs> <laughs> That's your first question is, can you fucking yeah. swear? <laughs> Jesus. Who raised you? Uh, uh, where, do, where to begin? Where, where, to begin? where is the beginning of something or where is the end of something? That's is that pro- too that's heavy profound. already? That's, that's, that's a heavy start. <laughs> I don't know if I have... Let's I not know, start too heavy. I don't know if I have the answers okay, for you. Let's, let's, start, <laughs> let's start nice and easy. Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to the Andrew Lake Podcast. I can edit this later, by the way. Yeah, that's good. Just just give me the bloopers reel. This is the Andrew Lake <laughs> podcast, and I'm so happy right now because I've got Josh Rolf with me to talk. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. This is the Josh Rolf hour. Thank you so much for doing this, no, man. No worries at all, man. This is so Keen much to be fun. Here. I'm having too much fun. i got to settle down. i got to yeah, get yeah. serious. <laughs> man, it's been a while since we've been able to have, oh, a, have, a, have a good long chat. Have a good long chat. <laughs> Well, it doesn't have to go too long. It can go as long as you want. Oh, man. Longer, longer the better. Who is Josh Rolf? Josh Rolf is an investor, a multi-unit manager, an entrepreneur, a sports star, sports interest, sports enthusiast. Wouldn't go that far, mate. <laughs> fitness freak. Oh. <laughs> but we'll most see. of all, Josh Rolf is a stand-up guy. Oh, thanks, man. Why are you such a stand-up guy? Oh, it's infuriating. It's so annoying. Why are you so likable? That's not true. That's not true. We are, I can tell you a million people who would say the exact opposite. Well, you got beef with someone. <laughs> no, no, not me. Not me. Be it's careful. Just them with be me. careful who yeah. you start beef with, man. They might be listening. That's true. That's they might true. be out there. You could send this to them and say, yeah. hey, look what yeah. I said about you in the, front uh, of everyone. The American viewers check in. and. Uh, <laughs> so the reason I've got you here today, or well, the thing that I want to ask yeah, you, get, you're gonna or the reason, yet? well, no. <laughs> I just thought we'd chat about anything because yeah, that's yeah. fun. It's always fun when we don't have much of a plan. We just start talking about whatever. Yeah, that's There's always true. something strange yeah. and weird that comes out. Yeah, that's, that's true. But one of the reasons or one of the things I want to ask you about is fitness. Because you yeah, are okay. one of only probably two people that have taught me everything I know about fitness. <laughs> <laughs> so the other guy is um, Dilshan. Yeah, so yeah. Some listeners might be acquainted with Dilshan. Yeah. But he's our mutual friend. You look at Dilshan, you go, wow. Mate, big guy, big How guy. How do you do it, mate? So yeah, I think everyone the nickname feels Big D. Big D. <laughs> <laughs> I think everyone feels a little bit in awe around Dilshan. Yeah, yeah. No, I've, I've And he's such a nice guy about yeah, it. Exactly. Too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No, I've definitely learned a lot of him as well. Yeah. Hey. What's interesting is this division between lifting heavy weights yeah. and cardio. Yeah. So can you maybe explain to me? what like what the two different approaches there is going on yeah well i've I've kind of done a few different approaches myself over over a couple of years and i've only just started to find the the best kind of approach for me i feel like for everyone it's a little bit different but i kind of like a high intensity hit kind of cardio based exercise rather than going for your standard you know a jog or a run or kind of getting your cardio that way but um I also find there's, there's two different kind of fitnesses where you got your your normal cardio and and being able to being able to run for say 10 minutes 15 minutes 
20 minutes and then you got your sport where it's like actually running and kicking the ball and doing multiple things at once i find it's completely different because you got pretty deep into the soccer world yeah you? yeah are you still in it or yeah well took took a year off and went, yeah. went back last year had a good year but yeah now 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 i got the taste back it's uh <laughs> oh you're getting to, back into it yeah 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 for sure so like how far did you go you got to last year regional uh, what's this for? Like, what level were you playing at? Well, I played I played uh, reserve grade last year. Just want to get back into it, basically for fitness and for fun more than really competitively. But um, yeah, I used to used to went, went to went to Europe when I was fourteen for for soccer, which was which was crazy experience. Trained with uh, Andy Burnell, who's played for Reading FC, a football club, and Tom Roger, who now plays plays for the Soccerers at the moment. I was training with him for quite a bit. Uh, you could see he he peaked and <laughs> I I follow the other way, but but no, it's pretty cool. Like knowing that you've you've trained with those kind of guys. So let's not get too far off this question. Yeah. You've got more. You're more on the cardio side than the weightlifting side. Oh no, I'm very much on the weightlifting as well. Like I I do I go to I do F45. Um, it's good because because a couple of my roommates are, are trainers there. One of them's a, an ambassador for F forty five. So so if no one's ever heard of F forty five, what would you say uh, it is? So it's it's uh, F F forty five stands for functional forty five. So functional forty five minutes. Each session goes for forty five minutes, and it's basically a mixture of cardio and strength. It's pretty much just the whole point of it is to keep your heart rate high. Work for forty five, like say thirty to forty five seconds, and have a quick ten to fifteen second break. And then go straight back into it. So your heart rate's constantly elevating and going down, and it's pretty much just working really hard for a short amount of time, rather than spending an hour, hour and a half do, doing something kind of mediocre. With an average like, half, yeah, half yeah. heart rate. Yeah, exactly. How yeah. is that different? Is that different to Orange Theory? It is. It is. Yeah. It is. It's or is pretty it the different. Same idea. It's the same concept, but very different. I find. The idea is the same where it's about getting your heart rate up in a short amount of time and then burning burning calories. But Orange Theory is based around rowers, uh, bikes, those kind of things. And then it's always the same exercise. Whereas F45, they do cardio Monday, strength Tuesday, cardio Wednesday, strength Thursday, car- then a, a mix of both Friday, Saturday and Sunday. So and is that cross training? Yeah. Oh, it's... Yeah, yeah, kind of. So, it's, what what is cross training? If someone's never heard of that before, um, so you mean is so like as in training both uh, cardio and strength at the same time? Yeah, is that what cross training is? I wouldn't really know the exact definition of it, but yeah, the but the main difference I found with F forty five was that it uh, it's more it's more entertaining, it's more flexible. Like every single class you've done from day one, I've never done the same class twice. You so you get a different, different circuit yeah. each session. Yep. So that so you got classes like say you got a class that's the same same kind of concept of the timing of what you do the exercises and the breaks, but the um, the exercises will always be different. So you're always kind of engaged and learning a new new form for something else. Or so is it always at the same place? Is it a gym yeah. membership? Yeah, it's a gym membership. Yeah. And they provide you with like weights and yes, gear, yeah, and, yeah, and you have a teacher for each session, yeah, yeah, which is different to a normal gym membership where you just go in and do your own thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think this is good for your form, and you have got people that constantly walk around and motivate you. So, what do you mean by form? Ah, uh, so form is in like when just making sure that you're doing the correct, um, the correct like 
like for instance, if you if you if you're lifting, if you're lifting something or you're or you're running or you're really just anything that you're doing it in the correct way, so that you don't um, injure yourself basically. So correct form is to avoid injury. Yeah, yeah, to to avoid injury and make sure that you're working the correct muscle group. So there's different ways you can do it. So if you're working your back, um, that you might be using, you, you might be doing a different way where you're more using your arms when you're trying to work the wrong muscle. And that could either in, injure, injure, injure your arm or, or pretty much not do what you want it to do, I guess. So the whole point of when, when, you, when, uh, when I go to the gym is to work a, a specific area that I want to improve. So I sort of feel like this is so this is already so advanced for me because you're breaking <laughs> yeah. Yeah. what you're doing. I'm yeah. just trying to make it as simple yeah, yeah, yeah. for me to understand. Yeah. Is that you actually break down muscle groups. Yeah, exactly. So I don't really go beyond just saying arms and abs or yeah. arms and legs. So yeah. I basically have arms, core and legs. Yeah. And those are my three main ones. But yeah. would you divide those into even smaller, like um, biceps and tries or Yeah. So I I how far do you go with it? Yeah, I go biceps, triceps, back, shoulders. You do like all those muscle groups. And then when you're actually at the at when I'm actually at the gym, you can you can break it down to even your exercises. So say if you're just doing biceps, you're doing bicep, bicep curls. Yeah. There's different areas of your bicep, like your front, bicep on the side, and your back like Yeah. Yeah. So how do you divide your abs? Divide your oh, I or don't your actually core? It's mainly it's mainly train. Oh, I don't know about training your core. I, I I don't really do too much core to be honest, because I do most of that at F forty five. I don't really train it elsewhere at all. Like I got. Oh, so you do F forty five as your circuit training, and yeah. you, in addition, do a yeah. gym workout. Yeah. Jesus, man, <laughs> how many days a week do you do of each? Um, it it kind of it kind of changes a little bit. Like there's you obviously go through hints and. Of, uh, of motivation where you feel really good to go heaps and then there's other times when you like say works really intense or you've got other stuff going on and you're like oh, I just just can't be bothered today but I try I'd, I'd say at least to both I try and get at least six to seven times a week and of, then of each of each oh no not of of like t- together, together together wow yeah so for instance this week so far I trained um got up at five the last couple of days and trained at 45. And then we had our meeting meetings together. Yeah. And then I trained um, trained uh, at the at Club Lime, just just normal strength training. After that. So those of you who are not familiar, we should probably just clarify yeah. as well. Me and Josh work at the burrito store, <laughs> at the burriti stores, multiple stores. So that's we it. we're managers in uh, multiple businesses together. Yeah. So that's why we're so that's much it. bromance coming over the radio <laughs> exactly. speakers. Hopefully you can get a bit of that anyway. Mate, Jesus, settle down, mate. Yeah. Settle down. I haven't had a chat like this without a couple, uh, a couple of beers in a while, mate. Oh, <laughs> might, need a, might need a couple yeah. of beers for some of the stuff we might get into. That's right. So yeah. you're a gym junkie. Oh, I wouldn't Is go that, that fair far. enough? I wouldn't go that far. You're very modest. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, well, but yeah. this is interesting. You wake up at 5 a.m. How yeah. often do you do that? It's pretty early. Yeah, I, I, I actually find it, it's, it gets... It's not that hard. I don't think it's that hard. Obviously, you know I'm into that as well. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. And then, like, there's been like, it's it's kind of hard to say because there's been heaps of times when I when I used to do that and I'd go, this is ridiculous. Yeah. But kind of, I don't know. Now I'm in a really good motivational period where it's like getting up at five a.m. It's like, let's let's just let's go. You know, it's it's not like it's hard for me to do at the moment, which is really good. So how how long have you been doing that for, to reach <clears throat> that point? Um. Oh well, I've gone through different different ways of doing it. Like like we've talked about it before, where you said you've done 
you've gone from seven, getting waking up at seven and then cut it back to 6.30, 6.15, like, you know, you've cut it all the way back. I've done it ways like that. And then other ways I've done it where it's like, it's not like at the moment I get up every single day at 5 a.m. It kind of just depends on my schedule. Like this morning I got up, I got up at six, like six, 6.30. It was just because I'd, I'd gone yesterday at the gym, then we had a meeting and then had work all day, got home, went to the gym and then didn't get home till late. So I'd, so I thought it's better to to have a bit of a have a little bit of a sleep in and recover rather than going and pushing myself that extra extra bit that wouldn't wouldn't have really done too much. Yeah, I've definitely been through the phase of like telling myself and beating myself up, like oh, I've got to get up at five, yeah, I've got to yeah. get up at five, I've got to get all this stuff done. Yeah. But now I'm a lot, little bit more relaxed and I do sleep in till like six or six thirty yeah. or seven on yeah. a really late day. But I still have my alarm go off at five. And I still have it managed with a schedule depending yeah. on what's going on. Yeah, I think it just depends what you want to get done in, in the day. So your schedule is another thing I wanted to talk about because <laughs> you're, you're like me and sort of yeah. like you like to drill into the details and yeah. really refine out. And I did uh, one episode on how to build a routine. Yeah. But I didn't talk about much of to-do lists or schedules or planning or much in that way. So what is your schedule like or what do you normally do yeah. to construct a schedule well my schedule changes each week so i do mine week to week even sometimes day to day yeah like I, i'm not i don't have that strict schedule of always doing everything the same i used to do that where i'd have a routine in the morning and i'd always do the same thing so once a week you write out your schedule is yeah. that right yeah and even sometimes like d- day by day sometimes i go by and do it day by day or like the day before and then figure out what i'm doing the next day um depending on what I want to get done. I find if I don't do that, it's easy to just not do anything. <laughs> yeah. You know, the time gets away from you and you don't realize how, how little time you've got, I guess, in the day. So when you write it down, do you write at what time you have to do things? Yeah, yeah. So at the specific time you do that specific yeah. thing. Yeah. And how many different things can you have on in each day? Like rough idea. Oh. It, it depends on how, how long things go for, I guess, because like on sometimes, say you got like yesterday, you got work 12 to 9.30, that's a huge chunk of your of your schedule that's taken up with that. Yeah. On a day off though, I'd say you can easily get like 15 to 20, 20 tasks done. It also depends on what you want to do with your days off. Some people just want to sit down, relax, watch, <laughs> watch TV. That's Yeah. Uh, yeah that's so a, do you do that? Do you actually relax? Relax? Not in the last couple, <laughs> not in the last three weeks, I haven't. But um, it's a busy time yeah, of the year, yeah. I think. Yeah, like what are we in now? November. Yeah, so we're getting into the business. Yeah, we are. Hey, the year. Yeah, it's getting pretty, pretty full on. But it's not even like it's not even that I haven't had time to do a few things. It's just the moment I'm just there's heaps of stuff I want to do rather than just sit down and watch watch Netflix or <laughs> yeah, take it easy. Plus, living in a share house at the moment, it's you, you got all, you're living with all your all your friends. So when all your friends are home, it's like you. So you're sitting upstairs watching Netflix in your in your room, and all your friends are downstairs. It's it's kind of hard to do, you know. You want to you come down, you cook together, have 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 a meal, hang out for a bit, then do do you do all your other tasks. So you think that's better than just yeah. sitting in your room by yourself? Hundred yeah, <laughs> percent. Don't know how you do it any other way. I do. I I get uh. I've heard the term uh, FOMO. 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 It's uh. What's FOMO? I've never heard of this. Fear, Is this like uh, YOLO? No, 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 no. It's 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 oh kind of it's fear fear of missing out. Fear so you, of missing out. So you feel like you're upstairs. FOMO. You hear you hear the laughter down. You hear everyone laughing downstairs. You're like, oh, okay, oh, I'll, I'll go. Out. I'll go. I'll go. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
yeah. fear of missing out. Yeah. Do you have a fear of missing out? I sadly do. I sadly do. I'm a sucker for it. I'm a sucker for it. <laughs> Is that specifically for like social gatherings and parties yeah, and drinking? Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Or but is it for other things as well? Because you can apply that to all sorts of yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, you can, yeah. Yeah, so I'm pretty bad with, with, most, with most things. But then again, I'm also pretty um, mature at making decisions on what I can do. So say if I'm, if I'm like, oh, I really want to go to this party or I really want to go drink with my friends this weekend, but it's, it's also saying, oh, I actually can't do that one need to save money or go work in the morning or like stuff like that so you know how to prioritize yeah exactly yeah yeah values yeah for sure what's your cat doing man and she's crazy she's sniffing she's oh oh uh, she's like, up oh, on the couch there we go what's all this new equipment what's all this new equipment i don't know if we really covered everything to do with the gym there's a lot did we in cover the gym. everything there's a lot in the gym okay so with the gym <coughs> here's a question for you yeah how does that tie in with your... Obviously, it ties in with your schedule and yeah. your like, routine stuff. How does it tie in with your diet? Oh. Do you specifically <laughs> organize a diet for yourself? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I feel like diet is the most important part of, um, of everything else. Like if you, you could go to the gym six, seven times a week, every single day, put in all this work. But if you're not eating properly, then... then uh, hello. <laughs> the cat's <laughs> looking at me. you now. <laughs> Staring Look me at down. kitty. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like if your diet's not there, then it's it, you're not really going to get any results. And that was the biggest thing I struggled with a couple of years ago was just, especially with living living back at home, there was all these all these little sweets and treats. And if there's other people having these things and everything's around you, I feel, find it's harder to have that self-control. But my self-control has gotten better over the years. But um, I feel as though when you get more results, it motivates you more to kind of keep keep going at it. But yeah, my, my diet, it's pretty much pretty bland, sticks, sticks the same most of the time. And then here and there, I'll have other meals. But mainly it's just um, eggs in the morning, four, four, four eggs, however you like them. <laughs> so do you cook them up or? Yeah, cook them up, cook them up and then a protein shake. And then I'll have pretty much either chicken and veggies and brown rice. Or swap out another like chicken for another protein like uh, kangaroo, which is a which is a good one. Kangaroo is economical. Fan favorite. Yeah. High in protein. Do you watch your protein count specifically, or do you no, have any way not. of tracking your kilojoules? No, I used to do that. Used to used to track track them like religiously for a while, but I found I f- I didn't I didn't really like that approach. I know that approach works for a lot of people, but what I was finding that I was going to too far and where i was tracking it too closely saying like kind of missing out on things because i wouldn't want to eat over my kilojoules so i used to track my proteins carbs fats all that kind of stuff but then say we go out go out with the mates and i'd say oh no i won't get a beer i won't get this i'll just grab this and a salad and stuff like that i was i was doing that heaps and and it worked out really well for about three weeks. I was doing it really consistently, getting really good results. Yeah, you got really into it. But then, then uh, had a had a few bad meals and just went slid right off. And I found it was like, so I know, I know heaps of people that can do it and can do it really good. But I find for me over the over the years, the best way I found it, which is the way I'm doing it now, is doing it more more consistently rather than 100. percent So 
eating eating the way I am with most of my meals a day. But if say someone goes, do you want this? And it's a little bit bad for you going, you know what? I can probably have that. And then having the self-control to then go back on it and then just keep eating the way you're eating. I find having a more loose approach is the best the best way to do it. So what's an example of like something that is a naughty food? A naughty you? food, ooh. What is your temptation? Ooh. Probably like just anything like snacking. So sweets it's and more chocolate. Like, yeah, well, more like it's... Confectionary. It's, it's, if, I'm, if I'm watching something or doing something, it's like having, having food or... Have it, yeah, have, have just like snacking those little things. Like I've tried, to, I try to stick to just three, three main meals a day or four main meals a day, rather than eating in between those meals. I feel like that's definitely helped the most is cutting out that period where you're just eating for for enjoyment rather than for to because you're hungry. So is it? Do you specifically divide between losing weight and gaining weight? Because I've tried. Yeah, just it feels just like about everything I can to try and gain weight. And yeah, it just does not work. Yeah, and anyone that knows me knows that I'm a twig. <laughs> <laughs> but do you have that in your mind about a kilojoule deficit or a kilojoule surplus? Yeah, yeah, I, I I've looked into that heaps as well. At the moment, I'm I'm doing four four forty five. They do what's called an eight week challenge, and then there's a certain diet you're supposed to stick to. And then a certain training regime, regime like training. So that's a perfect connection between your gym yeah. and your diet. Yeah, yeah, it's an exact, yeah, yeah, exact correlation. Things. Yeah, I don't follow their diet a hundred, hundred percent through, but I follow the requirements. So what they tell you to eat, but some of the foods are pretty, are pretty kind of out there, or it's not something that I can be bothered to cook, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> but yeah, I've so you get the other thing you can get is a what's called a scan, which will tell you pretty much all your results for your body. So it's a, a vet scan. No, it's, it's, it? it's so so you stand on a machine, a put your arms out, and it scans. It it doesn't like it just basically scans your body fat, gives you your, tells you your body fat percentage, tells you your weight, um, tells you that basically the diameters and of all your your right arm, your left arm. So it's your proportions. Your yeah, it tells tells you all of that, which is really good to then give you a base of what you need to work for. I've got it somewhere here. Actually. So you would, so you would de- get this scan and then tailor your diet and your exercise yeah. to hit certain goals depending yeah. on what it is whether it be mass or fat or yeah. size well for a while it was it was just dropping dropping weight in general yeah like i think when i in march this year i was 97 98 kilos and now sitting here at the moment i'm 84 whoa so yeah quite quite a big difference that's in, a big difference in that, yeah in that time it's pretty crazy but um, I think I got it. You want to grab that, grab that bag. I'm pretty sure it's somewhere in there. So this is your, is this your latest result for the scan? This is my, the last result I got on this one was um, the 9th of October. And um, so it's like a month ago or yeah. two. So this is, it's got results from right when I started and then doesn't have it's doesn't have the results from when i was at my like my or the worst when i was at the worst i was at um but then that's when i was kind of like all right we've got to got to do something because in that period of went on a cruise and then we're just just drinking and eating heaps and like kind of got back and got kept in that same mentality so your progress hasn't been like you started out real bad and then started getting better and better and better it's been more like back and then worse and then better and then worse and it's a bit more back and forward 
Um, kind of. Or no, has it's it not actually, been actually, like the that? moment it's actually been. It's been since since then. Since that really bad. Before that, it was like that, up and down, up and down. But after that, when I was at that really bad peak, that it's kind of like just went. Something's got to change, and then it went literally just down, 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 down. You can see these last four results actually. Body, oh, you can if you want to share them. Yeah. Okay. So, so what do you got on there? So the worst one I got for my scan is the fourth of fourth uh, of April, which was ninety, which weight was ninety four point seven. Uh, muscle mass was 44.2 and then body fat percentage was 20.3 and then up until and then weight went from that over this is every two months it went down to 93.4 then down to 87.4 then last one was 85.7 which was seven weeks ago nice. and then my body fat percentage went from 21 to 18.1 to 16.7% 16.7 and then it just keeps keeps kind of dropping and then you also Jeez. see your where your muscle goes as well because when you when you the hardest thing about losing when you're losing weight is you're also is trying to keep on your muscle the same time you lose your body fat percentage it's kind of a hard balance it's in, it's interesting to to watch it and see that i that i reckon the loosest i've been is probably now and that's where I'm getting the best results in terms of your diet, or in, in terms of gym. In terms, or my like, in terms of like my flexibility. So I'm I'm still gymming quite a bit and working hard there. Um, I'm eating quite well, but then there's also times where, like, I'm going like on the weekends. I was eating really, really bad and drank heaps, and kind of, kind of, but like had that thing where it's like, you know, what, I'm, I've been doing really well. I'm just gonna have have fun on the weekend, and then. I can easily just get back in there on a Monday. Um, obviously, you can't do that all the time, but it's being able to pick pick times and not say I'm not gonna, I don't want to do this or no, I don't, I don't want to go to dinner with all my friends because you know I got to stick to this diet. It's been able to been able to kind of do do both. So you've been able to develop the ability to juggle yeah. all these different things like gym, fitness, diet social life yeah and what you want to do and what you want to achieve yeah and as you're doing that you're getting better at juggling them yeah yeah it's kind of it makes you more more happy as well because like when you stick to a really tough diet it just it just the day goes slow it's really hard the food it's like you get hungry and the food the food is shit you don't like it but when you kind of you find something you, you, you like you like to eat and you can you got more flexibility to go to, to make to make your own decisions and go you know like I, I can eat that or or you know, what's what's one 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 little block of chocolate gonna do like you know so stuff like that it's it's it, having things in um keeping mm. it in perspective yeah yeah <laughs> something like that yeah <laughs> mm. Josh Rolf Josh Rolf spitting the truth <laughs> on diet and fitness. Mate, I'm I'm only a beginner myself. There's heaps of people that know know heaps heaps and heaps of stuff. I think that's true. There is a lot of professionalism and expertise in fitness. But yeah. there's something that I think that always trumps that, which is what works for you. Yeah. So we can yeah. say we can always say 
you don't know what you're talking about because you're not an expert. Mm. But that doesn't really work because it's like, well, I can only work with what I've got. Yeah, I can yeah. only do what works for me. Yeah. And of course, I'm going to listen to the experts and take whatever I can on. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you still have to have your own guiding principles yeah. and your own understanding of how things work. Yeah. I think the best, I think the best thing for it is honestly surrounding yourself with like-minded people and people that kind of... um that want to see you improve or do good or understand if that you've got a goal to help you out with that. And at the moment, I've got a really good bunch of group of friends who, who kind of push me to, 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 to kind of do better or keep going or, or I can talk to about these things if I'm going, oh man, I'm really, really struggling, really struggling to get to the gym. Like I've got a roommate, Luke, he'll, he'll just go, mate, you are coming with me right now, let's go. So all your, your mates go to the gym as well? Yeah, well, Luke, Luke's he's the uh, F45 ambassador, so he's he's got a pretty big role in the gym. Matt, Can we get a paycheck, please, for the uh, <laughs> impressions that we're giving F45? Because we yeah, get no, we get no affiliate marketing, yeah, and, and here we are ridiculous. saying all this stuff yeah. about how good it is. So, check, please, to Josh Rolf and Mr. <laughs> Andrew Lake yeah, for on. the impressions that we're getting. Exactly, exactly. If you sign up through us. Mm. We get nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so used to yeah. I'm so used to people saying sign up now and we'll get ten percent off. Yeah, we get we get, we get nothing. nothing. Yeah, we just talk about what we want because yeah. it's fun. But I that's what I think with like with what this is the last thing we'll say for F45 because screw, <laughs> screw this, <laughs> screw this free marketing. <laughs> but they but the way the the amount of people I've met through there and the culture it is where. You go there every day and there's these people you don't know that you just you just know from there that you just talk to and you become friends with. Those, those are the people that get you to go every day and push you to go every day. I feel like that's the biggest thing that that helps you out in that atmosphere. It's not like you, you can get past, you can do their, their training elsewhere. You can do you can do their, their, all their circuits and timing and everything else. You can do that wherever you want. But you you can't go to an environment where you got that many positive people pushing you, all working for one one like minded goal. You you can't get that in many places, really. Check please, F forty five. F forty five. I'm gonna sign up just to make some friends, mate. Yeah, you should. You should. It's pretty pricey though. Pretty yeah. pricey. That's the downside. <laughs> that can be our anti advertising. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Marketing. It hurts. Hurts the wallet. <laughs> Mm. All right. Well, I got. I'm just looking around, and I can see on your bookshelf you got some pretty interesting <laughs> things. You seem to be like me in that you're into these self-help, personal development yeah, books, yeah. which you know some of them are a bit cheesy, and you yeah. can sort of you can easily get snobby at them and just say, "Oh yeah. goodness, why would you read that trash?" But I love it. I'm into yeah. it. I really like reading all these. Sorts yeah, no, of I like it too. Personal development books. It's good because you you can kind of make up your own opinions on them anyway. That's right. That's you, right. You read through them yeah. and you go, "Oh, I don't really agree with that," or you know, I, I do agree with that. Or you, you kind of still got your own personal take on it. But if you don't read it, you don't have your own opinion on <sighs> that's it. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Mm. I mean, I read a lot of philosophy and like yeah. hard, hardcore psychology you do. as well. You do. <laughs> heaps metaphysical yeah. and existential. Yeah, and you just leave really going, weird. "What the hell what is going the on?" Brain. I mean, this is why it's so great to talk to you because yeah. I'm, I'm always so serious. Yeah. I'm always like <laughs> digging into these big things and I just want uh, people to see that, you know, yeah. come on, I'm not really always that serious. Yeah, I'm yeah. not always that serious. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what's great about talking with Josh Roth. So I want to sort of 
pick some of these. Yeah, go Just for Just looking around. Have you read The Rules of Management by Richard Templer? Is that I how you sure say have. It? I sure have. What's that about? Can we get a quick spiel? Quick spiel. Mate, it says in the title. <laughs> so is this is this business management specific or is it people management? It's um it's mainly business management. Did um, you ever do coaching or team management yeah. for soccer? Yeah. Yeah, no, I I I did coaching for for quite a while. Um so kind of got got used to that um I was quite young when I did coaching as well, so it was really good for building confidence and like dealing with parents and, and kids and stuff like that. But is that I, why you're so good at business management? Hey, I'm, I'm is a, that where I'm it comes from? Mate. Is that where <laughs> it comes from? Oh, I don't know. I, I, I like, I, I like, I like having the, um, having like having an impact on people, I think is the main one. I think what well, one thing that, one thing that's, uh, that stuck with me from when we were beginning our training, because in case anyone didn't know, I was this shy little eighteen-year-old. John O'Lake comes in, <laughs> Andrew Lake comes in, sorry, and uh, yeah. and um, it's, uh, and tries to get me to do my uh, my start doing our first bunch of interviews and hiring together. Oh, I'm just god. like, oh god, here we go. Got to got to talk, got to talk to these uh these people I don't know. And we had this twenty twenty-one-year-old or twenty-two-year-old come in, and I'm I am I am younger than him. He's just going to think, who is this idiot? I think you said to me, you said to me that um, you're like, yeah, but you you know more than him. It's 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 more. It's not it's not kind of how old you are. It's it's uh it's that he he's got he's got no idea how old I am or anything like this. But he's probably shitting it more than I was. <laughs> but that kind of concept of of um of yeah learning, I guess. But but yeah, yeah. There's, uh, there's heaps heaps of stuff in management. What about this one? So this is the 80-20 manager by Richard Koch. No affiliate marketing for any of these, by yeah. the way. Check in the mail. Yeah. So tell us in a in a bit, what is the 80-20 manager? I've heard of the 80-20 principle. Is that the same thing? Yeah, it's the, yeah, it's the same thing. There's uh there's heaps of different books of these ones. Like there's heaps of different uh 80-20 books. So what is the 80-20, 80-20 manager? I haven't read this one yet. Actually. Oh, you haven't read that one. Yeah. Do you know the eighty twenty principle? Oh, I know that. I kind of know the the concept of it, but no, not 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 entirely. So that's eighty percent of your effectiveness yeah. is decided in twenty percent of your time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Rings a bell. Rings a bell. Yeah, and that can be applied to time management, profit, customer service. Yeah, yeah. Product development, marketing. So say, for example, in marketing, you'd have 100% of your marketing could be divided down into only 20% of it was getting 80% of the effectability. Yeah. That's if I've got the concept right. I'm sort yeah. of scratching my head a bit yeah, with I read, the memory. Yeah, I read a little bit of it like quite a, quite a while ago now. It would have been like four or five years. It's sort of one of those buzzwords in the business yeah. world. Yeah. What about this one? How to learn... Almost anything <laughs> in forty-eight hours. Have you read that? I've I've read a little bit of it. There was I didn't um like I kind of kind of didn't really really like it that much. Like I I got how it could work, but it was a lot of um using different words to remember different things. If that makes sense. So it focused on memory. Yeah, yeah, main, yeah, ma- mainly memory and using keywords to remember key key concepts. It's, it's, kind of goes into the realms of teaching which <laughs> wasn't uh wasn't my forte 
What about the willpower inst- the willpower instinct? How self-control works, why it matters, and what you can do to get more out of it. By Kelly McGonigal. Yeah. Have you read that? Yeah. See, this comes back to yeah. what we were saying about gym, getting yourself to the gym under willpower and also having the temptation of the food there. Yeah. Is that where you got that idea? Yeah, pretty much because I, I struggled with the self-control for a while. It was either kind of a all-in or not kind of approach. But yeah, definitely. This is really similar to how I feel about me yeah. and my journey through building a routine because you have a... It sounds like there's this period where you're really hard on yourself yeah. and you have to force yourself to be really strict and it's either all or nothing, like you said. Yeah. And really what we want is the ability to navigate between the two things with ease and not just have one or the other, like full party or full yeah. strict. Because especially like when you... It's, it's crazy how, how, how your mind works like that. And you just, you kind of, it's kind of like you're having a conversation or an argument with yourself when, you, when you're deciding to do something. There was something I was thinking of last night with that exact thing. I think it was when I got home and I was deciding whether I was really, really, really tired. And I was deciding whether, um, whether I should go to the gym or not. And, um, and in my head, it's just my head starts going, oh, you, you went to the gym this morning. You went to the gym this morning, you're tired, just go to bed. And then I'm like, but, but, but I told myself I go to the gym when I was feeling great at four. Why would, why does that, why would that change now? And I'm just thinking to myself, I'm like, I'm having this, having this long conversation in my head about if I should or if I shouldn't go. It's just crazy how your brain just tries to, when you're at different phases of your life, it, it, it tricks you into, into doing other things. And then I go there and I'm, I feel great. I'm like, this is, this is great. I'm here now. This is fine. Nothing to worry about. So there's another one here. Steve, is he a friend of yours? Yeah, man, best friend. Let me see. It says Steve, Steve Jobs in yeah. his own words. Yeah. Is he a mate of yours? Yeah. Are you still in contact? <laughs> oh, come on, man. Can you call him up? <laughs> Can I get him as a guest on the podcast? I wish we could. Imagine, t- imagine going to that brain. <laughs> imagine going to the brain of Apple. Have you read this? Yeah. Is he a hard ass? Is he no, like a man, real he's, tyrant? He's, he's, he's all right. He's all right. I might have been getting it mixed up with someone else. Who was it? I think it was Bill Gates or someone did something similar. So many, men, So many. I mean, they're all sort of got their stories around them. Yeah, yeah. All those guys. All right. This is our last one I want to ask about. What's this? It's a good one. This is a, a good, good book. One. It's got a fire extinguisher on the cupboard, yeah. on the cover. It says, great answers to tough questions at work. So this is your bloody secret. <laughs> Mate, this is the you Bible. Have been, you have been getting off, getting off yeah. trick easy by referring to this book. That's it. That's it. So how do you get a tough answer to an easy question? A tough answer to an easy question. Or a great answer to a tough question. <laughs> I reverse my words. Yeah. I get them mixed up. Well, I feel like we come with, there's a lot of times where we but we do have to deal with tr- tricky situations or tough questions and and like there is a we've we've seen there's been a lot of even HR issues over the over the years that you deal with when you've got multi-unit stores like there's always going to be a problem with someone or a conversation you're going to have that's difficult that you would rather not like yeah that that's it gives you gives you a bit of an idea i think like anything like that it's just 
um, like I don't know, I, I don't, I don't mind dealing with HR, and I like having conversations with with people to try and um, help them because I feel talking talking is a good a um, a good way to to deal with your problems. But yeah, learning as much as I can is a uh, is good is a good way a good way to go. <laughs> Should have a read, man. Yeah, I think I need to. Yeah. <laughs> so is this specifically for questions from your staff and your managers? Uh not really. Or is it I'd, also I'd, from up the chain? Up up the chain. I'm pretty sure it's it's, the, it's pretty much everything. I just kind of took sides. it. Yeah, I just kind of took it in the way and what I would deal with mostly throughout work. What are some of the chapter titles? Got the second golden formula: What to say when something goes seriously wrong. It's also maximizing the impact of your examples and stories. Conveying your answers to different personality types. That's a good one, actually. So maybe we can unpack that. How do you do that? Yeah, well, well, that is tricky because everyone does deal with things differently, and um, and everyone takes things different ways as well. I've been in a situation when I've said, if I, like I could. I've talked about this a lot. Like I can, I can say something to to you, where I can't, and say something to I won't say any names, but someone else, and they can take it completely different, or completely di- like completely different how you would, or take it in the wrong way. Like I've been in a situation where I've said something, and um, even they've said something similar to me, and I've shot back with the same joke, and then they've gone. You could see on their face they've almost acted like. Um, they were uncomfortable or they didn't like what you said and even then it's like well you well, said the same joke yeah yeah it's it's you kind of think about it that way but then you also go well what's what's the point of saying that and then continuing on this conversation when you can just diffuse it and go oh sorry i shouldn't have said that you know just kind of so would you say you're quite good at recognizing when that's happened yeah and then I reckon. saying Okay, I need to change the yeah, direction yeah. this is going in. Yeah, exactly. Kind of put out the fire. <laughs> yeah, because there's sort of there's sort of two skills there working yeah. together, which is one noticing it. Yeah, because it's very easy to be talking to someone and to not be sort of paying attention to yeah. their reactions or their tones of voice. Like it's a really complicated yeah. thing to be talking to someone. And then the secondary skill is knowing what to say because I've been yeah. in a situation where I go oh dear, this person really is upset and I can yeah. recognize it quite well. And it's sort of like, em, 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 there's a lot of empathy in me that goes, oh dear, I'm really worried, but I don't know what to say. I don't know where to go from there. Yeah. So that's the other thing with realizing who, how people deal with things differently. Like it's good because we get to work with all these different people where we, um, I guess we're quite quite well not not insanely close with them but we we know what their personality type is or how they work yeah definitely realizing is the uh is the is one of the hardest parts kitty's playing on the <laughs> microphone now kitty, kitty, we're trying chat. to have a conversation here and you are just tapping on the microphone got any input any input kitty <laughs> what are you reading at the moment anything no i haven't I haven't read something something recently yet um i was going to get back into um Mastery by Robert Greene, but uh, yeah, just just hasn't hasn't been up. Oh yeah, he's yet. got that other one, Forty Eight Laws of Power, hasn't yeah. he? Yeah, yeah, that's a oh, good one. Oh man, that was so weird reading. Big that. one, big one. Well, I read the concise version. Yeah, I read the full 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 book. It was like, 
It's like book. 400 pages or something. Yeah, 400 yeah. pages, real small font. Yeah. Yeah, but it was... What's your favorite law of power? Oh, mate. Can you say? Is this, hard, is, this getting a bit, is this getting a bit tense? It's like hard to even remember them when you When you start quoting this book, people call you Machiavellian and you say, yeah. oh, you're a tyrant well, who's manipulating these things in the yeah. background. Yeah, it's kind of like, it's also good. You kind of need it to like refresh and then remember all the laws and then you go, ah, oh, yeah, that's right. But even um, even law one, out, never outshine the master. <laughs> never outshine the master. Never outshine the master. Yeah, there's there's a few few good ones, and then there's a few that are very, um, <laughs> very very intense. Yeah, yeah, like stab your friend in the back kind of shit. Yeah, <laughs> it's like whoa, whoa, here we go. <laughs> but I like I like the way it's set up in the way where they they tell you the law, and then they give you a um a bit of history and and a positive way and how that law's worked, and then they give you a summary. And then a negative way and how that laws worked, and then the key to keys to power. I kind of like that setup of it. It was, it was pretty interesting to read that way. I found some of that book to come across a little bit sarcastic, sort yeah. of like you give someone the law of power and they say, "If you do this, this will happen," without really saying, "Oh, that's a good thing or a bad thing." And it's really up to you to say, "Oh, that is not probably a good idea." <laughs> but my favorite one was one of them, which I think it was something like. Think what you want, but act like everyone else. Yeah. Jesus, man. I wish someone had told me that sooner. Yeah. There's, <laughs> there's another good one that's... Um, but there are problems with that as well, which is maybe you need to speak up and say what you think at times. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's another good one where it says... Um, I don't know the wording of it, but it's a similar one of remove, your, remove yourself um, so people can see your worth in a way. I don't know if you remember that one. So it's kind yeah. of like take yourself out of the scenario and once you're gone people will see um see how much you're really doing if that makes sense to see what's missing yeah exactly like at the moment for for example uh, hannah perriman <laughs> hannah perriman in <laughs> far out she's he's dropped a name <laughs> he's dropped it who's starting beef <laughs> on the radio <laughs> no i don't know you, you know once she's once she's gone you can you can you can actually see that effect oh so you're not starting beef you're actually no no, no. Praising, you're actually trying praising. to say so wait, yeah. what do you, let's make this clear. Let's make this clear. Yeah. Because we don't want to go ahead. Start any. <laughs> Come on, man. No beef on. No You're beef. You're starting beef on the radio. No beef. No beef. Okay, so let me get this clear. You don't like Hannah Perryman. That is not true. What are you saying? <laughs> I'm saying we're ha- talking about the 48 laws of power <laughs> no, and stabbing no, no, your friend no, no. in the back. No, no, no. And then you bring up Hannah Perryman. <laughs> Hannah, Hannah, per- Hannah, Hannah Perryman. Going away. Oh, so when she goes away. When she goes away, you notice, notice her worth. Oh, yeah. so you're saying Hannah Perryman is really good. Hannah Perryman is fantastic. Shout out to Hannah Perryman. Yep. Yeah. Please come back, Hannah. Yeah. <laughs> well, we need you. <laughs> <laughs> but no, there's heaps of different... So for our, for our international least listeners, mm. Hannah Perryman is a, a manager in one of the businesses mm. that... One of the many businesses that Josh runs. What are some of the other businesses? You've got the Rolf Enterprises with your father. Is that correct? No, no, what no. What is it called? Uh, Rolf, Rolf Racing. Rolf Racing, yeah. not Rolf Enterprises. It's my, it's my company, man. Oh, that's your company. That's your <laughs> yeah, company. Yeah. So yep. Rolf Racing, what is that? Rolf Racing. So my dad's a got a passion for thoroughbred horse racing. So he basically... Uh, is that animal cruelty? 
No, no, no. I what I asked. This path. It's just a question. No, the the amount of love and care that goes into to horses and the and the way that we um that we take care of them is honestly, it's it's beyond none. Like my sister Sophie, my dad, my parents, they put so much so much love and care into them, and they'll never push them beyond the point where they would be in danger. We've got a horse at the moment that uh, injured injured her leg. Um, it's because it's the same kind of thing as running out in the wild or running out in a paddock. It's just like yeah, she she injured her leg, and like there are trainers and people that will just rush them to be back in to race, but there's majority of the people aren't really there for a profit. They're there for the love of the horses and the love of the racing, and and um and yeah, like there's a lot of mixed opinions on it. Um, but yeah. Is that a sensitive question? Is it? It, it is a little bit, yeah. Well, I, I was actually talking to Sophie, your sister, yeah. who's our also our mutual friend, yeah. the other day, and she said that a lot of those figures are actually skewed wrong. Oh, they're, they're very because skewed, Because yeah. there's a lot of definitions which say captivity or on-premise or mm. on-course, yeah. which actually when you look into those terms means something very different. Yeah. So a lot of these statistics about how many thoroughbred die or hurt themselves in certain situations... Yeah are a little bit more complicated than you'd first think on yeah. the surface. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I'm no expert, obviously. I only know what Sophie was telling me about. Yeah. Sophie probably knows more about it than me. Sophie knows you. so, so much about it. Yeah. She could probably talk for hours. <laughs> yeah. We'll have to get her on. Yeah. Shout, yeah. Out, shout out to Sophie yeah. Rolf. <laughs> the Rolf Hour. Yeah. So how many horses do you have? At the moment, about 20. 20? Mm. And are they in one state or across states? Uh, all in the one state. And how often do you go to a... How, how often do you input a race or enter a race? Uh, depends on the horse. Like you got... There's a certain amount of time it takes to get them fit. Like fit fit to have rests and breaks out in the paddock and then they come back and then they get into work. They they change their eating. Like say we were, if we were getting fit to go to the Olympics, it's the same same thing. You you start eating eating better high high protein food like oats and stuff to get them stronger. They'd uh, run track work or they'd go go for go for swims to build up strength. But yeah, races Wait, probably no really yeah horses swim yeah. So you put how do you do that? There's a it's a circle pool so they they walk in and then they they swim around do about two to three laps for real yeah for you real. You make your horses do swimming for exercise. Oh, for off it, they they love it. It's in the in the summer. It's wow. It's uh, it's it's a good good for them. Well, to that that refresh. was a, that was an aggressive way to put it. I don't yeah. mean you make them. I mean yeah, it happens. I'm not yeah trying to, yeah like say it's a bad yeah no thing. no. I'm no. just surprised. Like yeah. a horse would go for a swim. It's, yeah, it's, it's a they, weird picture for they me. They love it. So how often do you how often do you enter races? How races. many races a year? Like once Ooh, a week? Couldn't or tell. Once at a least month? at least once a week. At least once a week, you'd have. Um, it depends because you try and link it up with the other horses that are that are racing. Obviously, if you're going all the way down to, for instance, this week we're going Adaminabe on uh, Saturday with two horses, and then on Friday um, going to with two horses as well. Australia. Mm. So your dad does he make it set up so that he's buying horses and then training them from scratch? Mm. So would he buy a horse which is which has never run before? Yeah, never done a race before. Yeah. Oh no, not or all the time. Sort of like beginner or my like, dad buys horses where horses that have had 
say 10 to 20 starts, haven't had a win, haven't had a place or anything, but like they look good or it feels like he can do something with them. Like my, my dad had a horse like that. Actually, I want to name drop one, 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 more, one more person, uh, Finno. Finn, uh, Finn bought... Finno? Bought, Finn bought Who's Finno? Finn, Finn and Dwyer. Bought uh, five... Is he, is he just a mate of yours? Just, just, just a mate. Just a just mate. Just a mate. He's also a manager in the businesses, isn't <laughs> yeah, he? Yeah, he sure is. Yeah. So I'm acquainted with Finno as well, but yeah. So shout out to Finno. Yeah, shout outs going all over the place. So what's the story with he bought a horse? He or bought a yeah. Of he a bought horse. a percentage of, of of our last horse. It had 11 starts, zero wins, zero placings, absolutely no, no nothing. Looked absolutely dead shit on on a piece of paper. My dad trained him up for a bit. First first race came in about came in about six, but it was uh, just kind of getting started, and then. Um, in his last prep, he had about ten races. One, one, three came second twice. Um, this is the horses and absolutely nothing. And went out to his last race in Sydney, which is Rose Hill, which is the close to one of the biggest stages you can get for horse racing. That's the first time my dad's had a horse go all the way up there since probably before I was born. And um, and yeah, but what did it place up there? Uh, it came in uh, seventh out of about 14 so That's plus pretty the, good for yeah a big race yeah plus like there's heaps of things that happen that go wrong and then then there's really strong horses up there like we're static with that but yeah my my dad is probably the he's one of the hardest workers i i probably know probably the hardest i reckon wow my dad gets up at uh gets up at 2 a.m every day works till Work, goes out to the track, works the horses till 5.30, comes home, has breakfast, goes to work at 6.30, gets home from work at 3, goes out to the horses at 3.30, works the horses till 5, 5.30, and then comes home. Whoa, that's making our 5 a.m. sound pretty yeah, weak, man. Exactly. It's, it's honestly ridiculous. We didn't talk about like when to go to bedtime. We might yeah. be going, waking up at 5 a.m. every day, but we might go to sleep at grandma o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but um, but yeah, he works works pretty hard, and that's horse training and, and laboring all day is two two pretty tough jobs, especially when you're. you're six. He's a laborer. Yeah, that's he's pretty physical. And he's sixty years old. Oof, that's where you get it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'd hope so. Half of it, half of it at least. <laughs> <laughs> What's with this tattoo you've got on your arm? I can. I'm gonna. I'm gonna answer this one. I've given you. How about I just give you like twenty questions at yeah, once? Yeah, and I'll just find and you can just away. choose one which you like. No, I like this. What is this? You got this tattoo on your arm. Yeah, yeah. So what wolf. is it? A wolf yeah, or a it's cat? A wolf. a wolf. Looks like a cat, man. Yeah, cat. Wolf. I got this like little cat on your arm. <laughs> what are you, oh. a girl or something? Yeah. Not man. that there's anything wrong with being a girl. Oh, it's I don't a... want to start beef with the girls. <laughs> no, go on. When did you? What did you get this tattoo for? Um, oh, I, I sat on it for about three years. Got heaps of different designs drawn up, and then decided to choose the. I finally found one that I liked, and then decided to go with it. To me, it's, to me, it stands for loyalty, and kind, and um, I find that's my strongest, strongest trait I reckon I've got. Plus, it's my strongest one I I believe in. But um, so loyalty is what you put as your top yeah, virtue, yeah, top value, yeah, for sure. And um, and yeah, it's just kind of wanted to find a way of of showing that uh, rather than just writing the word loyalty, I guess kind of like that kind of is the like wolves are one of the most loyal animals and they're not that's why there's you know that wolf pack mentality kind of thing 
where it's there's um there's this interesting thing I was reading about a wolf wolf's uh quite some time ago where it's the way they structured their um their pack if they're traveling it's always they got the male the leader right at the back uh the women at the front and then if they have anyone that's been injured or or hurt they they uh carry them the the whole way they travel like they just don't leave anyone behind even even if they, even if they're they're dead they they still take them and and travel them and keep them they're just like loyal to that their pack and their family and yeah I'd, like that's the way i think of loyalty is to my the same thing to my family and my close friends um it's not just the family you're born with but the family you you choose i guess along the way and um kind of always doing doing right right by them or you know um something like that but yeah there's uh there's your deep deep question man with a equally deep answer i'm not afraid to get deep <laughs> here man are you afraid to get deep yeah i'm, I'm very afraid of my emotions <laughs> what what are you just saying what i want to hear now yeah pretty much why <laughs> no no i'm not I'm, I'm i'm generally not a uh not a very talk about my emotions kind of kind of guy emotional intelligence conversation words profound <laughs> what are you laughing at mate just you why just you <laughs> just spitballing some some words out shout out to hannah perryman yep dilshan F45, check please. <laughs> Fino. Fino. Oh, I've thought of someone we should give a shout oh, out who? to. Who? Oh my goodness. I don't oh, believe no. we almost forgot Grady. Yeah, I thought you were going to say Grady. Oh no. <laughs> with Grady. Grady. Grady is the, uh, oh, he's hard to put into words. He's the parent holder of the majority of the companies we yeah. invest in together. Let's just leave it at that. Leave it to that, man. Thank you, you for it. teaching us everything we know about business, there we Grady. Go. There we go. How about that? Is that a, one way of saying it? That's one way Do of saying it. Do you reckon he would have a conversation with me? I reckon he would. I don't know. I'm sort of nervous to ask. Mate, you got to ask. You I'm sort ask. of. I'm sort of asking. Like I'm sort of trying to work my way up to it. What's the uh, What's the worst? What's the worst that can happen? Well, I don't know. He just might not be into it. I mean, I've asked some people and they've said no. Not everyone said yes. Which is why I'm so thankful for yeah. having you on. Like course, this man. is great. Anything, man. anything for you. Anything this is for you. so much fun. Yeah, I love nice talking about fun. this stuff. Yeah. Do you have kids? Me. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, definitely not. Definitely not. Do you want kids? And yeah, yeah, I, I do want kids. Not, not Eventually. at this point in my life. Yeah. Not how, in the next. How old are you? Do we even establish that? No, no, 22, 22 Yeah. So we've it. been talking about all this stuff and I find out you're 22 years old. That's the age. How can someone be, how can someone be like a multi-unit fitness freak, smart investor? Like, how can you be all that at 22? Don't spend my days relaxing, most do people, I? Most people at your age are going to university. <clears throat> yeah, right? yeah. Did yeah. you ever think of going to university? I, I was the only one out of all my friends, uh, my close friendship group in school that didn't go to university. And to be honest, at the point, I copped a fair bit of shit from it as well. Really? Yeah, What yeah. did they say? Well, to, at that point in time, everyone feels like going to university is the the next thing you got to do when you leave school. And unless you do unless you do that, then you're, you're, you're a no-hoper or you, you, you don't have a career path that you want to go into. Um, but... For me, I just didn't didn't really like the idea of uh, studying for a further 
for 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 further for a longer amount of time and i didn't really yeah, want to like three or four years at least yeah yeah and i didn't want to pay pay to study as well for something that i was i had no nothing i wanted to study i mean nothing, like nothing i want to learn like there's books here that we can read and learn from you don't have to go to university to to learn or get an education so you don't regret not going to uni at no all? no way no never Definitely, definitely was it. I I knew for a while that that's not something that I wanted to do, and I also knew that if it's something that I changed my mind, there were ways to get into university that wasn't going to be too difficult. So it was always an option anyway. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I kept my options open, but I think it's not even just about going to uni and not going to uni. It's about don't don't do something that you don't want to do, because I could have easily. I feel like I could have easily gotten stuck in that trap of going. Well, maybe I just go to university because I'm the only one that's not going and that was well that was probably the only hard thing it was just everyone going this is the only career path that you ever amount to anything with and um at that point of time i'm I'm grateful and lucky that i was strong enough to say you know what <laughs> fuck you <laughs> <laughs> take a stand yeah yeah i'll, I'll, I'll do what i want to do i guess yeah yeah josh rolf Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for talking with me. No, thanks. Thanks for having me, man. This really is so appreciate much it. Fun. And you're still doing soccer. Yeah, yeah. You must be a busy man, man. Yeah, got a got got a call to go to a new club next year, so I might give that a go. Any more shout outs, tribulations, tries, beef, beef? <laughs> Let's start some beef on some the radio. Beef. <laughs> <laughs> start listening here. We're yeah. starting beef. <laughs> This is the Andrew Lake podcast. Oh, if whoa, you want. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, whoa. Do you like the headphones? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's so cool. It's, it's such funny, a weird way to listen to your I voice. Know. This is what radio people is do. Is this what you sound like on the phone, you reckon? I don't know. We could play some outro music under this. That'll be fun. Oh, yeah, we can talk about it if you want. First is he related to you? He's not related to me. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, he's like, I got hoes. Colin. That sounds like what my housemate's daughter listened to. Yes. <laughs> She's 13. Mate, it's trending at the moment. I don't listen to it. It's just a, it's just a hilarious Oh, song. it's just your guilty pleasure. I don't Oh, I don't listen to it. Oh, no, no, no. It's just on speed dial. It's just on, yeah. <laughs> we sure. could go on all day like we this. We literally could. No, no one is. Yeah, no, we should. We should. <laughs> I don't oh, know. They're going to know about my whole life. <laughs> But your life, is, my whole life, on your here, life is great, man. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah, no, definitely. I can definitely see that. Yeah, we'll probably look back and go, all right, we're going to do that again. Oh, we'll definitely, <laughs> oh, we'll definitely do this again, man. I hope Take so. two, take two. <laughs> Just thank you for having me, Andrew Lake. This has been, it's been, a, it's been a pleasure. And yeah, let's uh, continue building an empire.